Welcome to the first chamber in the animation castle where you can all geek out. Animation Joe presents the Nerd Chamber. Welcome to another episode of the Nerd Chamber. I'll be your host tonight, Hector. And along with me are my two co-hosts, who I'll never be without. This is Taylor and Kevin. Go ahead, guys. Yo, what's going on? All right, guys. So this episode, we're going to be doing our review on the latest installment from the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We're going to be going over Black Panther. So now, guys, we've been waiting for this movie for quite some time after seeing T'Challa in Civil War. Tell me about it. What do you guys think? Man blew me away like 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 i was telling you guys this, it it was nostalgic from when i was a kid like reading reading the comics like it was it was on point yeah i uh, really enjoyed it too uh went in with kind of low expectations it walked but walked out really really happy yeah all right now <clears throat> we ordered my ticket we ordered our tickets early and we even went to like this really small theater. Um, I'm not going to disclose the name of the theater because I don't want to give away my uh, <laughs> my secret location now. <laughs> I'm sneaking but, in there. We're, we, you know, it's kind of like my little private oasis that we go to when it comes to certain movies. But my theater was actually packed. It was oversold and we had to bring out folding chairs to accommodate people. Damn, How really? bad was it? In, yes, it was. It was at least a good six or seven folding chairs for the main theater. That's nuts, dude. How bad was it when you guys went to go see this? I uh, I went to like the the day like the Thursday like pr- like day before showing, and okay. I literally got my ticket that day, and I was lucky enough to get a good seat. And my uh, 
the actual theater was packed, but it wasn't like busy out like in the concession area. But I, yeah, had a good had a good uh, number of people there. So nice. What about you, Kevin? Man, like like you guys know, I I waited so that I could see my lady, and she ended up not being able to go last night. So I was like, going anyway. So <laughs> I went with my boy and. What, a week later, like a week after its release, my that theater was still sold out. And like every theater, mostly every theater in Vegas is like those luxury style seats now. So yeah. like they can't like oversell, they can't overfill. And there was there was people in literally every seat. Like I've never seen people sitting in the front row. There was people, it was packed still. So that's crazy. And you said you went when? I went last night. So now like, I'm looking at the calendar where if you went last night, that's literally about a week, a week after yeah. the release. Yeah. yeah. That is insane. Still packed. Still. Like sold out packed. Wow. So and and I guess it I guess it's been that way at like every theater in Vegas. I think there's I think there's probably only like two or three left that have like your standard fold out seats. All the rest of them are like the luxury style seating. So you got to figure, like, in a regular theater, like, like with uh, the standard seats where you just sit on them, right. you could fit, what, like, 70, 80 people in there? Like, with the luxury-style ones, those chairs, like, recline, they're bigger. Uh, like, you can probably only fit, like, half, like, 30, maybe 40 people. And, I mean, it's selling out every night. Like I told you, I'm going back to see it again tonight when we finish this. Like, and I guess, <laughs> I guess that theater, like that uh, showing, that one is close to sold out too. Because every theater in Vegas, they're all those assigned seats, so you have to like, you have to pick your seat when you buy the ticket online. And when I looked, there was only like a few patches here and there that weren't like the first two rows. Like the first two rows were completely open but from that on it was it was spotty so i mean it's still selling out that is craziness yeah well just to give you guys an idea because i've been tracking it just to see what type of numbers this movie is doing in four days this movie made over in four days the opening weekend it did over 242 million Wow. That's walking around money right there. <laughs> yeah. Now check check out how crazy this is. From what they were doing comparison. So now I I always feel bitter about not bitter but like I kind of don't like it when they always do the comparison with like DC and Marvel. Yeah. But this was probably a better justification for it. Justice League in two months. Two months of it being out only did like around two ninety. Black Panther did two forty two in four days. It is wow. at the five hundred million dollar mark currently worldwide, and it's still growing. So wow. pretty much what you're saying is uh, this is Black probably Pan- Black Panther is making Justice League uh, its bitch. Pretty much <laughs> <laughs> at this point, yeah, it's already it's blown past the five hundred million dollar mark at the global box office. God damn. I'm probably going to go on the record in saying this. This is probably going to be the highest grossing movie Marvel has probably put out. Mm, right. Uh, until May, at least. Uh, until May. Until we until get May. 
Infinity, Infinity War. War. And even then, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm not too sure if Infinity War is going to pull up these type of numbers. Man, don't sit there and blaspheme. I, I'm not trying to blaspheme. I'm just being honest. You need Civil to be honest War with did, yourself. You know I, for I'm a trying fact. to be. But <laughs> Civil War is not even putting up... Civil War didn't put up anywhere near the, these amount of numbers. No, here's... Here's why I'm saying, and I don't want to get too off topic, but here's why I'm saying it is because this pulled this pulled like a like a more diverse crowd than any other Marvel movie would have. But with that with that crowd knowing now what they maybe didn't before, they know yeah, that's true. they know that T'Challa is going to be in Infinity War. Like there's, it's been released everywhere that Mbaku is going to be in Infinity War. Like. Wait, was that confirmed? I'm just not yeah, sure. Yeah, that was confirmed. Wow. Okay. So, I, I mean, I think that it's going to, I mean, there's people like, I mean, you got the people like all of us right here, so who are going to see it regardless because we've been waiting for it our whole life. Yeah. And then now you've got like the newer crowd who's just getting into Marvel because of the movies. They're going to flood the theaters, man. I think that it's going to blow it out the water. Yeah, they will. <laughs> I, I yeah, 100%. I think you're right on that. Now, without revealing or spoiling anything, we had two end credit cutscenes uh, at the end of Black Panther. First cutscene, you know, the first end credit cutscene was pretty cool. How crazy did you get when you saw that second cutscene? Oh, I I was I was hyped. Like I I knew I knew that you were going to see without without getting too into detail you said. I am trying not to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen Black Panther yet, even though Man. Gonna, you've had a week to watch it, guys. If we'll, you haven't watched this movie yet, you guys are doing yourself an injustice. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll 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 talk about it when we get into the actual spoiler territory. All right, so right. I'm going to say I'm going to say that it surprised the shit out of me that it was one and not the other, but also the location in which they said it was. If you look at that bottom part of the screen in that second uh, post-credit scene, mm-hmm. it tells you where they are, and that that made me loud as shit in the theater was like, what? Like super loud, like scared the girl next to me. <laughs> because of where they were when when you saw what you saw. That poor girl's gonna be like trouble for the oh. rest of her life. <laughs> oh, I scared her pretty bad. She she jumped high. It was funny. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, just seeing that now nah, I kinda like how we're talking about this because we're trying not to spoil it for anyone who's listening. Mm-hmm. So is we're being very cryptic about it. But just the opening, that that very end credit scene that we got to saw, and when you get to see who, that's all I'm saying, mm-hmm. when you get to see who it is, it was like an instant pop for me. Like, I lost it. And then I'm just looking at a bunch of people, because before that credit scene in me hit, you see everyone getting up, and I'm just giving everyone the dirtiest, meanest fucking look ever. I'm going, you guys are just... Why? Why are you leaving? Man, it's a Marvel everyone, movie. You know everyone better. Everyone knows. Like you, you literally wait until you wait until they start coming in and cleaning up. Like, come on. 
dude, it's it's insane to me. We've been dealing with the MCU now for how many years? Going all the way back to Iron Man, yeah. and you still leave? Why? Knowing that there's at least one or two cutscenes well, that are going to segue into the next movie. I can tell you right now. I think it's I don't know it it, it must just be like the older like audience members because I noticed that a lot of like older people were leaving and maybe they don't know (laughs) maybe because they're old (laughs) I don't know (laughs) I'm not even going to give them that benefit of the doubt because I had okay so when we went to go see it it was me my wife my daughter my brother Wade and then we ran into our best friends there who just miraculously picked the same theater at the same time <laughs> and we just ended up meeting up without even talking to each other. There was an older gentleman behind me going, look at these dumbasses, they're getting up and leaving the movie. Bunch of idiots. <laughs> I'm just like, wait a minute, what's going on? I'm like, if he knows, and then I see a group of teenagers going, oh man, this movie was great, and they're leaving. <laughs> I'm like, what? why? That pulls back to what I said too, though, like, it, it pulled a more diverse crowd than any other Marvel movie has. So, you know, the these dudes, these newer people to it, they might not know what we know. You know what I yeah. mean? I'm definitely going to go on the limb, and I'm going to agree with you there. Yeah. It's, it's funny because we got so – there were so many people who probably either A, they weren't that big into the comics, or B, you know, this wasn't their particular cup of tea and, you know – all of a sudden, Black Panther comes out, and boom, it just appeals to almost everybody. Because it is something different that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's it's a different superhero that we haven't seen as of yet. And, and to see it brought to the big screen, was it was beautiful. And it also, like, I, I'll be the one to say that it bridges the gap that, yes. that no other movie like Marvel movie has it, it brought in, you know, not the normal nerdy crowd that you would see. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's an African movie based in a secret part of Africa. Like it's, I mean, everything about it screamed diversity. And that was like the biggest thing about it so far is it, it, it honestly bridged that gap that, you know, a lot of people who aren't nerds like us who didn't grow up with the shits, they they're able now to say, like, oh look, like this is something for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And the one thing I actually liked about it is that when they were doing this movie, they actually said that they took things from different I wanna say different tribes and different cultures within Africa and you know, the incorporated it all. So it exactly. wasn't just one thing from one and then one thing from another. And the, you know, try to make it just straightforward and no, this is this. No, they wanted to make it all collective as a whole and then give you Wakanda. This is exactly. what Wakanda is. Exactly. It's unity. It's, it's solidarity. It's everything here. They work together. And you got to admit, man, I'll be the first one to say it. This is probably be this is the one MCU movie that I have seen in a while in a string of MCU movies that have come out lately that has blown me away from beginning to end. I didn't blink for two hours. 
So my eyes were super dry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it again, just jaw-dropping. Chadwick Boseman, phenomenal. Um, I'm going to go on record saying officially as of right now, I'm putting Michael B. Jordan above Chadwick Boseman. Hey, yeah. I'm I'm putting I'm putting Michael B. Jordan above all of them so far. Yeah, and above Loki. I, I, yeah, I would say I think he's probably like the best villain we've gotten. It, like, yes, sir. It, it's a villain, he he's a villain that you can like you hate him, but then you can also relate to him, and you also feel bad for him. I'm just it's it's. He's super relatable, and that's, that's that's something you really don't get to see a lot yeah. when it comes to a villain. But that's you can relate to him at one point. That's what I was going to say. Like, he – like, you guys – I mean, uh, Hector, maybe not so much, but Taylor, like, you you kind of know a little bit of my background. Like, I'm not – I'm not like – like, maybe you guys. Like, I grew up kind of in the hood. Like, I'm like a half-native dude. He's ghetto. Who, who yeah like whose family like my family like grew up on the res and shit like like i was able to like relate to this dude because i grew up in such a small small town in arizona that was mostly white and i was one of the few native any type of colored people in that whole town like it's and that was like i again like i think that's what was able to pull that big of a crowd off top is right. you had a character like like Killmonger, who came from nothing, who is just just like the rest of us. All right, not to cut you off, Kevin, but we got we got to stop trying to cut cut around. Uh, spo- well, no spoilers. I'm... No, but no, I'm just saying, like, oh, the spoilers. Let's, the spoilers. Let's, let's just get into spoilers already. Okay. okay. Well. Yep. Post credits, <sighs> please. Let's see. All right, Let's so really quick, if Let's you don't mind, Taylor, Let's just give me one thing. Okay. If you don't mind. Did anybody peep Killmonger's or Michael B. Jordan's, uh, his gear? How it's a... What, how he's like Vegeta? An old My boy. To, it's an ode to his favorite animes? Yeah. yeah. The Saiyan armor vest? Yep. Yep. And he's gone on record saying... There was a video of him. They were asking him, like, what's your favorite place to visit? And he says, oh, man, my favorite place, Tokyo, Japan, man. Yeah, yeah. Anime is the best. That line there instantly solidified my, my love for Michael B. Jordan. Oh, oh yeah, dude. <laughs> for sure. All right. So now, because Taylor can't hold it in anymore, he's dying to let it all I'm losing my mind over here. You know what I'm about? <laughs> Guys, let's get into spoilers. Ooh, so, so- the that Taylor is itching, go ahead. All right. First off, I just want to say that opening scene was amazing. Man, that's what I'm saying. I missed it. Goddamn movie theater. How, how uh, what, what did you walk in on, Kev? So when I, when I got in the theater, so okay, no, I saw. When I got in the theater, I saw, uh, basically like. The, the kids, like, looking up at the sky and the ship flying away. But I know what happened. Like, my brother explained to me what happened. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't get to see, like, I didn't get to see, like, him, you know what I mean? Like, like handing him the vibranium. Like, I didn't get to see what transpired. 
Yeah. And it that's why I'm going back tonight. You guys think I'm playing? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, find, I missed five minutes and I'm a whole cry for it. So I'm not even I gonna got, lie. I completely forgot about that part. I was talk. I was mostly like saying that opening scene with uh, T'Challa going in. Like it's at night and he's like dropping from the ship and taking out those like. Oh yeah, soldiers! Dude. Like I could, like I'm not like I, I can't believe I forgot about that opening scene with uh, T'Chaka and his brother. Yeah, and Zuri. Yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll go on record saying this: like Forrest Whitaker is probably my favorite African American actor of all time, Whoa. and every role, like every role he plays, even down to that shit movie Arrival. He is just so good at what he does, but him seeing him play Zuri and the way, man, I, I honestly, I got like you know that that feeling in your chest mm-hmm. that like that disheartening when when Zuri stood in front of T'Challa when they were doing ritual combat and he took that, man, I was, I my heart dropped. I was like, I, I wasn't. No, I was not either. My heart At dropped all. when he when he got stabbed like that. Mm-hmm. It dropped. I was like, no way, dude. And to see T'Challa like screaming. Oh yeah, dude. And that was like oh. that was what got me. Is like, like, it was sad enough already. And then just to see like, you saw the pain on T'Challa's face, and it's not. It's not just because of what Zuri was. Like, it's not the fact that he was like part of the hierarchy in Wakanda. It's it's his people. Yeah, like, he doesn't want to see his people suffer, and the fact that he just watched his dad's right hand man like take a blade for him that broke him. Yeah. Yeah. See, I feel like Zuri is kind of like a an uncle to mm-hmm. T'Challa. Or like he's pretty much like T'Chaka. He's pretty much like T'Chaka, like kind of like almost like a father slash yeah. like, uncle figure. Yes, sir. You're right because yeah, they, they grow up together. Yeah. And and he like he did help raise him. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, it's not that they grew up together. It's that he grew up with with him Zuri. as a figure. Yeah, with mm-hmm. Zuri, like Taylor said, basically as an uncle. You know what I mean? And and that was instilled even more with with um, Zuri being there in the beginning of the movie when T'Chaka had to kill his brother. Like it it solidified that trust and that bond between not between like like king and and um, priest, but between like brother and brother. Yeah, yeah. and I think I think that's. That's what like hurt T'Challa so much. Is that it's just broke me. I was sad. I was sad boy. Yeah. Yeah, I I think if you didn't at least want to shed a tear, you just you have no heart. Right, like (laughs) it's you you don't have a soul. You have to feel something right there. And and it goes back to what I said, it's Forrest Whitaker's acting, you know what I mean? Yeah, Forrest Whitaker is just any role that he plays is just amazing, dude. That that whole scene itself is amazing. 
it's just amazing. Because let's just face it, when you hear Angela Bassett sit there crying. I love her too. Oh my God. I, I felt like my old mother was sitting there crying. It was just, yeah. it hurt. It hurt so bad. Well, and the and the reality, like the realism of the scene where where as soon as as soon as Killmonger throws him off the waterfall, he you see you see uh um Nakia like we have to go, we have to go, and she's like pulling Angela Bassett and uh she's pulling Shuri and she's like, Go, go, like the realism of that scene is was like what what kind of like made it. Because you know for a fact that with what happened, Killmonger is not going to play around with the rest of the family. family. No. Like, he doesn't want anyone around to challenge the throne. Like, yeah. And he, I, if he Shuri stayed, he probably would have killed Shuri. Yeah. It was possible. Yeah. And, oh, man. There, there's so much to talk about this movie, and it's just nuts because I'm. I loved Killmonger's way of thinking and well, just his whole, the way he was acting throughout the whole movie. Like, as soon as he gets into the palace and he's sitting and he looks at Angela Bassett and he's like, hey, auntie. Yeah. I was, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I was cracking up because he was telling everyone, he's like, look, y'all living a lie. Nobody, yeah. Nobody. Really think I'm, I don't belong here? Like, I don't have, I don't have a right to challenge for the throne? I'm telling you. Your previous king killed my dad. Yeah, and if it wasn't for... I, I don't know his name. I don't, I don't know if they said it, but the dude with the giant green, like, disc in his uh, mouth. Yeah, he's from... Uh, he's They they said his name, but I can't remember he's, it, but he's from he's one, one of the one tribes. He's one of the four tribes. Yeah. Yeah, him. He uh, The river tribe. Yeah, yeah. If it wasn't for him, like, none of this would have pretty much would have happened. So, but, I mean, I'm sure, like... He was like, mm, I'm curious. What's your name? Yeah. What? Let's. Before we go into post credits, before we do any of that, let's talk for a second about old. I won't. I won't give you guys this comic book name just so I don't ruin it yet. But we'll talk about the Rhino dude. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about uh. Old, old Michonne, bald Michonne's uh, love betraying T'Challa. Oh, wait. What was his name? I think it's talking with a W. Uh, Wakabi. Wakabi. Yeah. Yes. Like that, that's, I, I was feeling, I don't, like usually with movies, I won't get like, I won't get too much anxiety, like shit like that. You know what I mean? I was... I was like enraged with this dude. Like I wanted to, I wanted to reach through the screen and just sock this dude. Like I was so furious with his fucking betrayal. Well, you know what that was all about. Oh, uh, he wanted, he wanted to rule. Is what it was. No, that wasn't. At least to me, it wasn't the, it wasn't the feeling I got. He was. When I watched the movie, my whole thought process was, he wanted, um. Claw. He wanted oh, him. He wanted to kill him. He, he wanted felt, because yeah. he killed his father. He, he killed so many people, and he was like, "No, I want him." Yeah, because he wanted to go with T'Challa originally on that mission, and when T'Challa comes back and says, he, "You know, he slipped through our fingers," yeah, he was pretty pissed off. Yeah, he was tight, and then Killmonger comes and drops him there. He's like, "Yo, wait a minute, hold on, no, 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 no." 
if my team couldn't do it, but he can get the job done and he brought me justice, I'm siding with him. Uh, what what do you guys think about Claw? Oh, he was I, hysterical. I wanted to hear his mixtape actually. <laughs> I I hate the fact that they killed him. Yeah, like, honestly. I, like I'm not gonna lie, like. I was really let down because, in all honesty, I thought he was going to come back. I thought it was all like part of like an act. I thought like uh, Killmonger like pretty much like made up some plan and didn't let Claw know and like shot him with like some kind of like tranquilizer dart or something that made him seem dead. But he never came back, so I guess yeah, no, he's is dead. Well, Marvel's got a bad habit of doing it, guys. They kill random people off in the MCU. Here, I don't. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys, like Taylor said, he hadn't read a lot of the Black Panther comics, but here's right. the thing in, uh, I, I don't, I don't know if they're going to do this, but in, in the comics, Killmonger is actually revived. Like they bring him back. So I oh. don't know. I don't know if they're going to maybe do that with, with Claw, maybe with Killmonger, like, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, I saw an article today saying something that the, the director of the movie said, like, well, you never technically got to see Killmonger die. You never, No one actually said he died, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. But you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel like Andy Serkis did an amazing job as Claw in this movie. I mean, that's what Andy Serkis does, though. Andy Serkis is – he is – I mean, that's Caesar from – from uh yeah and and like golem from uh lord of the rings yeah so like think about his i mean just with his resume of acting like i mean the dude is great at what he does i'm not even gonna lie absolutely he he, he looks like he actually put on some muscle for the fucking role like he was jacked yeah yeah he was stacked for sure i was like jesus christ he's definitely gonna put out a mixtape and probably <laughs> Probably gonna like I don't know think, like blast it in his gym and start working out to it. Yeah, I think we'll get the mixtape on the uh, on the Blu-ray. I hope we do. <laughs> I, I, I really, to, yeah, I want to hear it. <laughs> I'm actually dying to hear it, but without taking up too much time, let's get to those end credits. Yeah, boy. Right. So, so end credit scene number one. It's not like, in all honesty, like uh, that. That I was kind of. Yeah. I feel like we could have talked about it in like the non-spoiler section because I mean it's not it's nothing too eh. serious. At least I don't think. But I mean, that's just me. Like I said, I'm I'm not like too like into Black Panther, so I really don't know like a lot of stuff. I mean, from what I've heard, like. Wakanda in the comics is secret to yeah, the world. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Right. So, no one knows the actual location of Wakanda. Okay. But I, I feel that the first end credit scene is it's a powerful it's a powerful scene because it's it's Shuri and, and T'Challa going to where their uncle used to live. Yeah. When he was on that mission. And now it's them finally saying that they're going to start helping people and they're going to start helping people here because that's what his uncle wanted to do. Yeah. He wanted to help, but because of T'Chaka's old ways and keeping everything to just Wakanda, he was like, no, we're not doing that. So T'Challa being the king that he is now 
and saying, no, now we're going to help and we're going to start here. Yeah. I've already bought that property, this property, and that property, and well, we're going to start helping in this neighborhood. That was the end of the movie. That wasn't the post-credit scene. The post-credit scene was when they were like basically at that cabinet. They were pretty much and, doing the Iron Man thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. Right, right. Uh, uh, not trying to you know take away from anything you said, because you are right. But I, I, that scene that's, stuck out so much for me. I, I kind of blended it. My bad. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, but good. the <laughs> the biggest like that was like the biggest thing where he was like he was like here's you know Wakanda is gonna open and we're gonna you know help you with our technology and the person like the guy like leaned over and he was like what can Wakanda give us and it just shows T'Challa smiling like like that. Didn't he call them farmers? Said, I don't. He, the guy said, "What can a third world country give to the world?" Yeah, right. And then, and then it just has T'Challa like smiling, yeah. like that was. Man, you don't even know. Like, listen here, we about to show you something. Right. Um, <laughs> let me tell you a story. Like that was that was powerful, but the next post credit scene is where is where the business was. Now. Do you know – do you guys know where it said at the bottom? Did you guys grab that? No, I didn't catch it. It said White Wolf. Like – Go on. Do you guys know who White Wolf is? Nope. No. White Wolf is the hardest, most violent villain in in the Black Pantherverse. Like he is – Basically, okay. So here, here's what White Wolf is. His his name is Hunter, and a plane crashes near the Wakandan border when he's very little. His family was killed. King T'Chaka finds him and basically adopts him. Now he's he's an adopted son at that point, so he thinks that you know he can rise to power. Well, T'Challa is born shortly after that, and he knows for a fact now that he cannot rise to the throne. But in instead of moping about it like Loki would, White Wolf smashes expectations. He becomes the most powerful, most like elusive, best warrior in Wakanda. And when when T'Challa gains power, White Wolf kind of gets pissed off. But that's where White Wolf is basically. He's basically Loki. the leader. No, he's basically the leader of what Ambu would be if it was in Wakanda. He's like he's like the Black Ops. You know what I mean? Oh, oh okay. I but see what that's you're but where they are, where it says White Wolf, that's where he trains the other people who would be Black Ops. Yeah. So I got I got so excited, and like. It was just like a little bit of icing on the cake that I got to see Bucky, but where they are, that just implies that the next movie, hey, we might not get Killmonger back, but we're going to get White Wolf, and that's going to blow all your guys' minds because he is the hardest villain. How hard? Oh, my God. Like Diamond in an Ice Storm hard. Wow. Wow. I'm going to be honest. I've, I know some of the Black Panther universe. So, <clears throat> White Wolf was completely elusive to me. I've never even heard of him. Um, 
my biggest thing was just seeing Bucky. Yeah, boy. Mr. I have no arm. You know, yeah, <laughs> Mr. I have no arm because, you know, Tony decided to be a creep and rip it. But Man, that was all their <laughs> fault. I, I, it, it's neither, you know, you say tomato, I say tomato. Man. But, you know, it is what it is. Man. Just seeing Bucky there, it just makes me start to wonder now, how dope is his vibranium arm going to be? Because, you know, Shuddy is sitting there and she's got the latest tech. Oh, did you guys see in a, like, I, someone told me about the picture of him in a, for, like, the still from the Infinity War trailer. Right. And I, I sit in, like, I sat and, like, looked at his arm. His arm is definitely vibranium but if you look at like the inside of it it looks like at first i thought it was gold i was like man that's fresh like vibranium arm with like gold inlay but now that i'm like starting to think about it more and more look at look at killmonger's suit from the movie and just like how t'challa's would turn purple when he was hit killmonger's did the same thing but it turned gold now play with me on this what if what if bucky's arm the more that he hits people or the more that he blocks the with that arm absorption yeah well and that's that's kind of what i'm thinking is going to happen i was going to ask you guys earlier to like not to like try to change subjects here but what do you guys oh. think of the suits oh man oh man. the suits were amazing it was perfect uh, i i really didn't understand everyone's complaint about the whole thing with the ctr like you know there has to be some some type of CGI with it, but I can to me, I thought the suits were fantastic, man. They were cool, but I also and I and I, and I enjoyed them. But I can also see why, like people are kind of complaining because I mean, even I kind of thought when they were falling down into the vibranium mines that like it was kind. I was like, okay, that's kind of a lot of CGI. Well, yeah, that I mean that whole scene was CGI though, so it's like. Yeah. But, I mean, other than that, like, they were pretty cool. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of was wanting the old suit. Like, I thought it was kind of funny how uh, his sister was all like, uh, this is my invention. That's yours. Yeah. She goes out with the old, in with the new. I I liked T'Challa's suit. I did. But I liked Killmonger's a lot more. Yeah. It was definitely like, flashier. I mean, you guys, you guys know his comic book name is Golden Jaguar. Yeah, that, like, I thought I heard that on. I thought I like heard or read that online. Like, yeah, and I'm surprised like he didn't go by that. Like, I didn't or anything. Well, I think it was because you know he he had the suit for one day. You know what I mean? Like in the in the movie, at least he only had the suit for a day. Like, and he was too busy trying to trying to change everything to think of a name i think I, like that's my perspective on it but if you look he has like the mouth that's like the fangs mm -hmm. but his his ears are folded like a jaguar's would and that's what's different like t'challa's come to a point like his his uh on his helmet the ears come to a point where killmongers his ears are like kind of they're kind of curved like a like how a jaguar's would be yeah and that's, I mean, that's what made it so tight for me was that detail, that difference was, and he had the spots, like how a Jaguar would, like. Yeah. 
I love the suits, honestly. Like I could see I could see what Taylor's saying with the CGI. It was it was I mean, at certain points it was a little much. Yeah. But I mean, I've come to expect that with Marvel movies. At least they do the CGI well. Not like a not like how Justice League and shit. What about uh mm, there goes another jab. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you guys know how much I love DC. Well, I mean, yeah, you you know me. I'm the DC guy, pretty much. Yeah, but you, like even I know that that movie would like the DC uh, film universe, whatever the hell you want to call it. The it, DCEU. Yeah, that, that's that's just a joke. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least we didn't have a mustache skate going on here. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right, anyway, enough about DC. This is a Marvel movie we're talking about. <laughs> uh, what about uh, what do you guys think of uh, Ross? Like we're, we got a little bit more of him. I I I liked Everett Ross's character. He's kind of like maybe he's not he can't replace him, but maybe he's kind of like that 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 like kind of Phil Coulson. You know what I mean? Like that style. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's why they I, brought him in. Yeah. I want to say he's like a Coulson. It's because Coulson was more laid back. Like it's just Coulson wasn't worried about anything because he yeah. he, he already had it under control. Pretty much. I, uh, but yeah, uh, I thought it was pretty cool how, uh, they actually kind of gave him a little bit of, uh, the spotlight by, uh, getting into the, like, the fighter jet. Yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. Whatever you want to call it. And, yeah. uh, he, he, at first, like, I kind of was kind of annoyed with him at the beginning of the movie because he was, like, pretty much, like, not trusting T'Challa and anyone else. Well, that's just that's his own nature. Well, yeah, but I mean, come on, like you should know, like after Civil War, like he's somebody that you could trust. You know? Oh, yeah, that's for the most part accurate, you know. But I mean, he's he's like you know government focused. Yeah, it's, but I mean, we got to do this. Think of it this way, um, just like in like like taking it back to Civil War. Uh, when uh, Bucky was breaking out of right. uh, the headquarters that they were at, mm-hmm. and like you, like to- uh, Tony and like uh, T'Challa and uh, Black Widow, they're all trying to stop him from leaving, and you see him and T'Challa going at, at it. Like you think like oh like if Ross saw that he'd be like okay yeah he's trying to stop him from leaving I can trust him. Yeah yeah. Yeah, well, I mean that's true, but I I think it was more along the lines of like uh like they're not really going to trust any outsider because it's Wakanda. Yeah. I think that was kind of more what it boiled down to, but as I mean he when he took that bullet for sure, he or for Nakia, they were like, "Hey, we we got to fix this dude." Yeah. yeah, like yeah. like this dude is that dude. So I'm actually excited to see if we get more of him. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Think, they I, is he gonna be in Infinity War? Has anybody heard anything? I haven't heard that, but I have seen like uh, like a lot of stuff from him, interviews from him, shit like that, where they're where he's saying like you will see a lot more of me. But yeah. he, they haven't said anything about Infinity War. I think. I mean, I I'd, I'd be far fetched to say that he won't be in it. I think you'll see him at least once. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure we're gonna see him. Um. Just expect, you know, now I feel like, not to get too off topic, but with Infinity War, just expect to see a lot. 
and I do mean a lot of people. Oh yeah. We're we're probably gonna have a couple of kill offs, which oh of course you guys are gonna be you know if you get you have your favorite character, just you know bring a box of tissues. But <laughs> if you don't know the whole backstory to Infinity War, just be prepared. That's all I can tell you. It's just like when you watch an anime and you get attached to a character and just magically, boop, they're gone. It's going to be like that with Infinity War. It's just going to be pulling on the heartstrings. But I'm hoping we do get to see more of him. And I'm kind of hoping we get Coulson. I know he's with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and everything else, but can we get Phil back, please? How about we just get uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and we also get the Netflix uh, Marvel like cinematic universe on there. Everyone uh, except for Iron Fist. <laughs> uh, you know what? I was going to bring this up in the last episode when we talked about this, but I like Iron Fist. I like the character. All right. Well, now, that's the end of the show for tonight, guys. Yeah, so. we're just going <laughs> to. We have to go beat Hector up now. So. See oh, you guys God. Later. They're banging on my door right now. They actually flew <laughs> over to Jersey to kill me. Um, Here's the thing. No. Don't take my favorite comic book character of all time and ruin him like that. Like, yes. Face. And you know what? Maybe we should actually save the... I'm actually going to sidebar this one only because... Yeah. I mean, you and me are going to have a lot to talk about this. And I was extremely heated with what he did with with Danny Rand and Iron Fist. Yeah. And... Ruined him. Yeah, he did. It, it's... Oh, God. I really want to talk about this now, but no, hey, I don't want us to overcome uh, on the episode. We'll talk about this on the next one. Yeah. So let's let's say this on. Well, think of all your favorite Marvel movies on on a scale one to five stars. Yes. Rate Black Panther and tell me why. So Taylor, let's go ahead and start with you. Okay. Um. All right. So I'm definitely gonna have to give this movie a five. Um, the reason why, because, I mean, there's a lot of action, uh, the, the graphics of the CGI are just amazing, uh, the story's pretty good, you, uh, you're really in it, and you're, like, you're never, like, oh, this is boring or whatever, at least that's, that's how I saw it, uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, I was actually kind of jamming out to some of that, uh, some of that soundtrack, too. Oh, that soundtrack <laughs> is so good, dude. Dude, The weekend on the soundtrack with, uh... Oh, it's wait. with Kendrick. Kendrick, here's yeah, the with thing. Kendrick. Before uh-huh. we go any further, real quick, Kendrick Lamar produced that whole album. He, oh, he made so the album, I'm and gonna, I can... I listened to it. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of that, uh, that, that, uh... That soundtrack. I was talking to like I was I'm like when I talked to, when I was saying like soundtrack, I meant like some of that like African music. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, that like too. the actual like yeah. travel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was tight. Club so, was dope. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt. Keep going, Taylor. No, you're good. Uh, we get so sidetracked so easy. Oh my god, dude. We're good at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're trained professionals, everyone. Okay. Don't try this. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I was on the like literally on the edge of my seat watching it and just like blown away. Uh I got to say this since we we didn't really talk about it like my favorite scene that kind of like pretty much like made me say all right this is a really good movie and this is like going to be in like my top Marvel movies it's that uh the the scene where they're chasing Claw 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All of them. Well, they're, yeah. they're yeah. Uh, in South Korea. Yeah, in South Korea. Yeah, and you see, and you, like, you see, like T'Challa, like running, and like he's on top of the car, and just like tearing the car apart, and he's taking bullets, literally point blank range. Yeah. That's. I mean, that scene was epic. Yeah. Um. What about you, Kevin? What would you give it out of? Man, uh, like I said with Black Panther being one of my favorite storylines in the MCU with with T'Challa being a part of the Illuminati with with everything I will give this movie straight 5 stars for all of the actors acting like I like I was talking about earlier Forrest Whitaker is amazing to me um Angela Bassett she she did great uh you, uh Ulysses Claw um Andy Serkis as Ulysses Claw was wonderful. Michael B. Jordan's role as the villain was the best villain in the MCU thus far, in my opinion. Uh, like you said, the soundtrack was amazing. Uh, the, the visual effects, I mean, just everything. Down to the last detail, the movie was... The, my one gripe, my one gripe would be, can I get an Infinity War post credit scene, please? Yeah. But... I mean, other than that movie blew me away. Like the storyline was on par with the comic. It was it was great. And Chadwick Boseman's performance as T'Challa, I mean, it's kinda like how how Robert Downey Jr. is the real life Tony Stark. Oh yeah. Just I mean, just from reading the comics my whole life, he I mean Chadwick Boseman is is T'Challa. Like, uh, he is T'Challa. Right. Not to cut It's you almost like this role was, like, ready for him. Exactly. But what were you saying, Taylor? Uh, I was going to say, not to cut you off, but uh, a lot of people don't realize is uh, Chadwick Boseman doesn't, like, he's not actually, like, he doesn't have, like, an African accent. Like, he's American. Yeah. No, yeah. He's, like, he's he, just... he does a really good African accent. Yeah. He's, before, I mean, in Civil War, when we first saw him, to train for that role, he literally went and spent like months in Africa with different tribes, like learning different things and like listening to their dialects. And he kind of created his own because of how Wakanda is is away from the rest of the population, hidden away. He he took all of their dialects and and practiced, but kind of like twisted it and made it his own because of how Wakanda is isolated. That to me is amazing. Like, of course their dialects are not going to sound similar because their, their dialect is isolated. It's alone. They're not going to sound like how someone in Nigeria would sound, or you know what I mean? Like someone in Southern Africa, like how they kind of have maybe that British influence a little bit, like their dialects aren't going to sound like that. And the fact that he even thought about like putting that in there and twisting it, is amazing. Yeah. Like, like I, I can't, I can't talk about this movie enough and tell you how good it is. Like if you, if you haven't seen it, I will straight tell you're fucking up. Go see the movie. It's wonderful. Hector. Absolutely. Well, you guys already know where I'm going to vote. Yeah. It's, it's unanimous. This is a five star movie guys. 
mm-hmm. you're you're seriously not doing yourself any favors if you haven't gone out to watch Black Panther. Agreed. It's beginning to end, nonstop thrill ride, and it's got its comical points. I mean, <laughs> my favorite part of the my favorite comical part of the whole movie is when Shuri is teaching T'Challa about the new suit. And oh yeah, she dude. has him kick it, and he goes, "Are you recording?" She goes, "Delete yeah, that for." She she was like, "Yeah, it's you know for you know training research purposes. purposes, research purposes." There you go. And as soon as he kicked the suit again, he bounced back. He was like, "Delete the footage." <laughs> I was, oh my god, it was just the best. Yeah. But to make it a uh, short and sweet, guys, I'm gonna give this movie five stars, hands down. It's a must see movie. Agreed. Well, uh, All right. What was your uh, favorite part, Kevin, of the movie? I mean, I don't. I think my favorite part would have to be right before the final battle when you just kind of see Killmonger like directing everything. He's like, "Here's what we're gonna do, and here's why." Yeah. And like, like that, just just him coming in and and taking control like that. That was. That was the best part of the whole movie for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, that that right before that final fight, like like right there where he's directing everything, and then the Dora Magil kind of they turn on him real quick, and he pops those he pops the spears, and like the Golden Jaguar suit comes out. Mm-hmm. That was that was it for me. The first time seeing that Golden Jaguar suit, I was hyped. I bet, man. I bet. I'm telling you this. What was your, what was your favorite part, Taylor? Well, I already said the whole, uh, the the car chase scene. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, All right. So guys, without uh, wasting any more time, I think we're. What do you guys think? You think we're about done with this? Uh yeah, I think we have we have it wrapped up in the bag. See it in XD. I'm telling you, do yourself this <laughs> oh, favor. Before uh, before we stop, I'll just say this right now. Like, I don't know why. I don't know if it was like my like just my like showing of the movie, but like I saw it in 3D. And uh, for those of the, for those of you who don't know me, I wear glasses, so <laughs> I kind of have to put like the 3D glasses over my glasses. <laughs> so what? So having a rough time with that. Yeah. See, and I don't like. I've never had an issue, but when I when I saw uh, the movie in 3D that uh, on last Thursday, I just like I had a very hard time kind of focusing. It kind of seemed a little like fuzzy and a little blurry a little bit. Need to get some contacts. I mean, no. <laughs> Could have been not, the glasses. I'm not stabbing. I, hey, I don't know. Maybe I mean I haven't gotten my eyes checked. My eyes checked in like three years. <laughs> no, it's, it's no, no, no. It could have been the the 3D glasses, maybe. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Or that's I was gonna agree with Hector on that. Uh, it could have just been they recycle those 3D glasses. So well, yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe you just got a pair that wasn't on point. Yeah, who knows? Pretty much. But I mean, yeah. So all but, right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our review yes, of this movie. Thank you. Uh, yes. And really quick, just to go over a couple things. Um, we are going to be doing more movie reviews going forward, not just Marvel. Cause we're not, we're not biased. We're not Marvel fanboys. We are going to be doing reviews on all different types of comic book movies, um, movies of our personal interests that are going to be coming out. Um, 
I'm just going to throw this out there. We are definitely going to do a Ready Player One review. Oh, of course. <laughs> I, You guys know I've been talking about it nonstop, but we will definitely be doing more movie reviews. Um, I personally want to say thank you on behalf of the Nerd Chamber for everyone who's currently listening. Um, if you guys have listened to the first episode, we want to thank you for taking the time out and listening to it. You guys are awesome for it. We are going to be doing more episodes coming along the way, so just stay tuned. Be patient with us, and again, thank you guys all so much. We love you. All right, everybody. Have a great night. Good night, everybody. Good night.